Hi everyone and welcome back to the Herbalife. I'm your host Ayer Atla and today we are continuing on with the Medical Astrology 101 series and we are moving into my favorite sign for obvious reasons, Scorpio. So let us just hurry up and dive in because I got a hell of a lot of stuff to say about this sign. <laughs> so Scorpio, um, as you all know, and if you've been listening for any length of time, you do. I have five planets in Scorpio. It's my Sun and Moon, my Saturn, my Uranus, and my Mercury. So this is all very near and dear to my heart for that reason, as well as the fact that my partner is also a Scorpio. So we have a lot of uh, water in our charts and Scorpio <laughs> in our charts. Um, my partner is actually a triple water sign for their top three, which is really, I've read so many charts, he only person I've ever seen with three water signs, fire signs, earth signs, air signs, whatever, as their top three. It's crazy, but definitely all water. I've never seen anybody with all water. So, pretty cool. Anyways, we have a lot of water in our house, <laughs> which is good in some ways and bad in others due to all that emotional stuff, right? Um, Scorpio is often a misunderstood sign because they tend to be shrouded in mystery, right? Due to their very quiet and sometimes reclusive nature. Um, and then just how they process things is always like on a really deep internal level. And so their stillness, their quietness, their, you know, not jumping into things sometimes can be construed a different way than how it's actually going down in their head, right? So let's dive in and let's see what the sign is all about from like a medical astrology standpoint. So obviously Scorpio is the sign from October 21st through November 20th. The glyph for this sign is often confused with Virgo because, well, they're very similar. Um, it's an M like Virgo, but instead of like the fish looking thing coming off of the right side, there is, it, it goes down on the M and it goes out to the side, kind of curves up and it has like an arrow point, which kind of representative of the stinger of the scorpion, which represented by, <laughs> if you didn't know, Scorpio is represented by the scorpion. Other symbols that we see used for this sign as well are the snake, the phoenix, and the eagle. And all of these kind of represent the three stages that Scorpio is associated with, which is death, resurrection, and rebirth, right? The Scorpion also represents the, like, descent into the underworld and then just, like, the overall intensity that we see in this sign, right? Overall, Scorpios really need to kind of understand that facing the reality of death really opens, like, their emotional reality to process the depths of their shadow within. And it's really necessary to transform and ascend into who they really are. When Scorpios embrace their shadow side, it's how they grow, they transform and rise from the ashes to be who they really should have been their entire lives, right? And I can 100% say that this is what's happened in my life. It's happened in my partner's life. Uh, anybody I know who either is a native Scorpio, sun, moon, or rising, or who... Uh, has a lot of Scorpio energy in their chart. Same thing. We are not afraid to make necessary changes, take things into our hands, change things up when they're not working, etc., etc. Right? So, definitely something that we see a lot of in Scorpios.
<clears throat> Sorry about that. I had to take a slight break. Had a coughing fit. All right. So, yeah, Scorpio just really needs to learn how to do that. And like I said, I've seen that in my life, seen it in my partner's life. Anybody that has a strong <clears throat> Scorpio presence in their chart or is a native Scorpio will tell you that this seems to be the theme of their life, right? Dying to who they thought they were, dying to what they thought society expected of them, dying to something in their life, going through the transformation process and all of the ooey-gooeyness that happens, <laughs> resurrecting from the ashes, the underworld, the depths of hell, whatever you want to consider it, and then re, you know, being reborn into who they are now. And while it may seem to people from the outside looking in that Scorpios change a lot all the time, and it's like, just pick a direction and stick with it, uh, that's because they don't see all that like internal work going on and they don't see how long it's taken for that person that native scorpio to reach this decision and then go and do that transformation and become who they really are to them it just seems like someone who can't make up their mind but a scorpio will tell you that that is certainly not what's happened <laughs> it's something that it's been a long time coming and this is who i really am that i've been hiding from the world, sometimes even from myself, you know, and I'm just now realizing I need to put that out there and be who I am and not be scared of, you know, judgments. The mode is, well, a fixed water sign, right? So Scorpio is a fixed sign and that is where the main problems I see with their health comes from right it's like that stagnation in their body somewhere that causes a nutritional deficit that then leads to illness down the road and usually i see a lot of chronic issues here like crohn's uh, ulcerative colitis um, diverticulosis that has diverticulitis flares i see a lot of like endometriosis, like I had, fun fact, my Saturn being Scorpio led to the fact that I had endometriosis. And if I had known about medical astrology back then, I would have been able to see that this could be a problem and head off any of that changing. But hindsight's twenty twenty. I didn't know. Part of my life, I think, was definitely to go through that experience, heal myself, and then transform, right? And become reborn as who I am now, a helper and a healer of other women who are going through similar issues. And like I said, it's usually chronic issues that usually with other people, right, would be like the death of them, will ultimately lead to native Scorpios, like understanding death that they need to overcome like understanding death to the point where they, need, they know they need to overcome their health problems and then soar to a new way of living which in turn then helps them heal their bodies overcome things that people believe should have killed them scorpios are the cats of the zodiac right they have nine lives like it's really fucking hard to discount a scorpio like they can come down with something that you hear their diagnosis and you're like, oh, they're not going to be around much longer. I should go say goodbye now, right? And six months later, they're still here. Six years later, they're still here. Sixty years later, they're still here. And you're like, what the heck? 
And that's just how we are. What looks like it's going to kill us sometimes does kill us, but not physically, not in a way people were expecting, right? We take that, whatever that is, and we use it to transform our lives where we need to transform them and then rebirth ourselves again. And so I see a lot of Scorpios that come in to see me that are having all these health problems and they have decided they are tired of these health problems and they want to fix them. And when they get that in their heads, that this is what they want to do and they know this is what they have to do because of, you know, whatever's going on, they are some that will have the biggest, best comeback stories that I have seen, right? So... It's just that fixed nature, right? Once they pick a, a destination and they plot a course, they are not straying from that course for anything. And that's that fixed quality of them. Obviously, that, as I just mentioned, the element is water. Scorpio is a water sign. And it's a very leaky water sign. It doesn't want to hold on to water because it rules the eliminatory pathways of the body, right? And so one of Scorpio's main functions is to rid the body of metabolic waste, which we also call, aka toxins, um, in the body and get rid of them and not hold on to that stuff, which is really why we're able to, you know, do so much emotionally too and change. So we don't want to hold on to that stuff either because that's also toxic, right? Holding on to emotional issues, holding on to psychological issues, holding on to things from the past that creates disease in the body just as well as like a physical, you know, anything. And so because of that, we don't want to hold on to that toxic stuff either. So <laughs> we're really good at like purging all of that shit out of our bodies and changing our health. So being a fixed water sign that's in the middle of autumn. Oh my God, my favorite season. And Samhain, by the way. Yay, it's coming. We think of this as like water in its ice form, right? So like we saw Cancer is a cardinal water sign. So we kind of think of that in more like it's flowing state. And the fact that like it's moving right it's initiating things it's moving into somewhere it's starting a new path this is the flow of water that carves a you know a canyon right then there's scorpio which is the fixed water which is more like when water is frozen it's water and it's ice form it's stuck it's the glacier that just stays there and then we see pisces which is a mutable water sign which is kind of like when water is ice and then it melts and it transforms into steam, right? And so, and then comes back down again is like the form of rain and then, you know, gets frozen again or moves into a river. So it's all the different forms of water, which is why Pisces is so complex <laughs> with their health issues, their psych abilities, everything, because they are in all of the realms, all of the states, all the time. And we'll talk about them when we get to them. Today is Scorpio. Um, it's also the time of the year, right, in autumn, where we see water, like, comes down from the sky, it replenishes the moisture lost over the hot, dry summer, typically, and then it's also being used to help all the dying plants and the falling leaves to, like, compost, and then help bring forth new life in the spring. So, again, we kind of see that whole death, resurrection, and rebirth cycle associated with Scorpio season. 
<clears throat> this is also the time of year that Samhain is celebrated. Yay, I'm so excited that that's coming up. Um, also known as Halloween to uh, those who are, are not pagans or witches or whoever else celebrates Samhain. Um, and as such, this is really said, like, right, this is like the time of the year, like when the veil is thinnest between this life and the next, or what we call like the underworld sometimes, hell, hellheim, whatever your word is for it. And we can actually really communicate with the other realms much easier. And so this has, as such, given Scorpio like the association with the occults and shamanism. Many native Scorpios are seers of some sort. They are very clear something or other, right? Clairvoyant, clairaudient, clairsentient. All of the clairs that you can think of, Scorpios will usually embody one or more of those. And they're really good at being able to see into that other realm. Now, Pisces are the massive pros at this, right? They are way better than any of the other water signs, but... It goes Pisces first, Scorpio next, Cancer last, as far as like that, being able to see into the other realms goes. So Scorpio's pretty high up there. Personally, I have clairsentient um, abilities, clairaudient abilities, um, sometimes clairvoyant, but typically the other two are much more prominent with me. And I also have the gift of just being able to know when someone's time on this earth, like in this realm, is near. And I've been able to help them and a lot of their families and stuff just really be prepared for that coming event when, you know, like the inevitable is happening. I have been accurate down to the minute for many, many people. And when I first kind of like learned it of this gift. I didn't call it a gift. I was very scared of it, right? It was very scary at first to me to know that I could do this. But once I went through that whole death, resurrection, rebirth cycle on this, right? Really thinking about it, leaning into it, working on the shadow work from it and realizing I've really just embraced it for what it truly is, a gift, right? And learned to work with it instead of suppressing it has actually made my life and others so much better because I've been able to help them transition peacefully instead of how it might have been otherwise, right? And it's it used to feel like a burden to know this, but now it doesn't. It feels like a blessing in some ways to just be able to connect with that person's soul in a way that I can get that information. It's hard to explain unless you also have that gift. You might understand it a little better. <laughs> um, maybe you can explain it better than me, but I just, yeah, I, I have it. I decided to stop hiding from it and start embracing it. And it's just been, it's been fun. It's been enjoyable in some ways being able to help people, but it's also just been like, really nice to have been of service right and be able to help these families and these people that are transitioning so the ruler of scorpio scorpio has a double planetary ruler before the discovery of pluto mars was the traditional ruler of scorpio and obviously as well as aries 
once Pluto was discovered, it was kind of really noted that it was also shrouded like in mystery and misunderstanding. Modern day astrology associated Scorpio with Pluto instead, kind of on top of it depends on which, you know, like astrologer you talk to, listen to how they do that. But for the purposes of medical astrology, I assign it to both Mars and Pluto, which makes a difference when I'm looking at people's natal charts to determine what's going on. Pluto rules the unseen in the body of spiritual influences causing health problems typically over any other reason. The health concerns with Pluto are usually associated with like mysterious symptoms, weird effects in the body. And this can be confused sometimes with Neptune because Neptune has a similar presentation, but it's usually due to a reflex action to another part of the body. And so the real issue being where the medical team is not even looking, right? Because what's really happening is somewhere else and it's reflexing to that part of the body. So it's also shrouded in mystery, but mystery for a different reason. Mars, as we know from previous episodes, rules the blood and the iron in the body. How we want to move and take action on things is governed by Mars as well. So in Aries, we see this action as being swift, divisive, and usually without much thought, right? They get a thought in their head about something they want to do, and whoosh, they are off, off at the gates, and not even thinking about it too closely. Whereas in Scorpio, we see this action being one of like slowness, of overthinking, of looking at multiple angles before moving or deciding, and that's because of that fixed quality, right? So like Aries is that cardinal fire sign. So it's hot, it's fiery, it wants to just keep moving and go, 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 and so that's what it does. Whereas in Scorpio, we see it being a little different because Scorpio is a fixed water sign. It's kind of slow and plodding and, you know, moving a little bit like, well, a glacier moves. (laughs) Glaciers, if anybody knows who's listening, move very slowly, right? They are not fast-moving beasts. They are not going to get anywhere quickly, but that's not the goal, so it doesn't matter. And so we see that with Scorpio and its actions here, of it being that very slow decision, you know, making... Uh, process instead of the very fast quick yeah let's do that and running out of the gates before they even have time to think it through Um, in Scorpio the keyword here is I create so all the symbols associated with the sign really bring that to life right each one shows that in death there is always a new birth a new beginning a new creation of some sort this insight really shows us in This really shows us like the insight into the generative side of Scorpio. We'll be able to see this reflected in the physiology and then anatomy of Scorpio as well, where pretty much everything that Scorpio rules is able to create something else from things that you wouldn't normally think you could create something from, right? So Scorpio is really good at creating good, positive things out of really shitty ingredients. 
and sometimes actual shitty ingredients since it rules the colon. <laughs> so Scorpio rules, as I just mentioned, the colon. It rules the female reproductive system, specifically the uterus. It rules the nose. It rules the eliminatory side of the digestive system and of the body in general. So it has some dominion over the lymph system, which is usually co-ruled by Virgo and Pisces. But Scorpio's influence is just the excretion of things through those through the lymph system to get toxins out of the body right so in that case too it also has some dominion over the blood in the fact that it also rules the like getting rid of the toxins and the metabolic waste products from the blood so it rules all of like that elimination pathways and the elimination process it rules the prostate of the male reproductive system has a slight influence on the testes as well, but that's more of an Aries dynamic um, and less of a Scorpio dynamic. But due to it being ruled by Mars, it does have some influence over that as well. And then um, we see it ruling over the sweat glands, which again makes sense because that as well is an excretory pathway of the body right so let's move into then like the high expression and the low expression and all of that stuff so in the high expression of Scorpio we see that fixed water nature of Scorpio like combining in Mars which then lends to like a certain drive and intensity that we see in like the psychological and especially in the emotional realm of native Scorpios. Native Scorpios have a determined nature, but a curious mind. So that tends to make them very open to exploring the realms of like mystery, magic, the invisible. They're really open-minded about, you know, how that stuff works and what's going on and all of that stuff. They really love and really kind of almost need emotional res resonance in their lives. And this means like everything must have plenty of depth and meaning. Native Scorpios are super deep people. You can really almost feel their emotions. And I can really verify this is true. No one has ever had to guess in the history of knowing me how I feel about them. <laughs> at all how I feel about any situation any given event happening I literally wear all of my emotions on my face and in my body language like literally the only good thing about COVID for me was the fact that I had to wear a mask and nobody could finally see my facial expressions and I was able to um actually <laughs> you know uh, not give away everything and it made a life a, a little easier for a while and I was like hey this is actually kind of nice um I will report though that it did not help me learn to control my facial expressions any and so now that we are back out of wearing masks as uh you know all the time type thing I'm right back to probably offending everybody and their brother by just showing exactly how I feel about a situation so I've tried it just it does not work it really doesn't I, I'm just terrible at doing that and so yeah 
<laughs> it is of utmost importance for Scorpios to really feel that their actions are directly reflecting their feelings. And this is like that Mars influence being combined with water, right? So that hot, fiery Mars influence combining with a fixed, stagnant, ice, right, water. So, <laughs> yeah, we like to say what we mean, mean what we say, and then have our actions directly reflect exactly how we're feeling and what we just said. Right. I don't like incongruency in people. I have a really hard time when like somebody says one thing to me, but their body language is saying another because it's not reflective of what's going on. Right. Like their actions aren't lining up with what I know I can see and what their emotions are saying, what their feelings are saying. And it just sets off alarm bells for me like okay well what are they hiding what's going on here why are they saying one thing but acting another way right <laughs> so scorpios are really good at seeing that too and uh, not uh, being trustworthy not feeling like they can trust people because of it um lots of passionate people are found here in the evolved scorpios um, due to its connection to the reproductive system we do also see a strong drive for sensual expression here which, if done in excess, can definitely lead to problems, which we'll talk about in the low expression. They do much better in romantic relationships where they can merge with the other person, not just in a sexual way, but in an emotional way as well. And that's the seeking depth aspect, right? And I will tell you, my partner and I, both being native Scorpios, me, sun and moon, him with his son there, definitely get this association. We are so much happier in our relationship with each other when we are just really able to open our souls and bear them to each other, all of the all of the darkness, all of the whatever's hidden in there, all of the good, the bad, the ups, the downs, and just share it with the other person. Just basically open up your soul and just dump it out onto the other person, right? When we feel that we can't do that for whatever reason, our relationship actually suffers a little bit. Like, I, we can feel our connection, like, weakening. and We feel, like, you just feel that disconnect. It's hard to explain if you can't also feel that. But it's like, I can just feel that something is off, right? And I just know. He can't hide anything from me, and I can't hide anything from him. He knows when something is off, and I know when something is off with him. Scorpio also has the ability to see into things, and this can make a lot of Scorpios highly creative. With the distinct visionary gift that helps them bridge uh, them to the other realm, right? So they are at the bridge between the seen and the unseen and can weave them together through their hands, their hearts, their heads, and into some form of art or service, right? Their minds are oftentimes linked to some form of esoteric, energetic, and or subtle reality. And this forms their perception of the world, which can lead to it being dark and scary or like more of a philosophical approach and more transformational. So it just depends on how well they are embracing that death aspect right of their being their intuition really helps them weave this world and the other together which can be you know quite a wonderful gift many have a really deep emotional experience of life but they also tend to keep these parts secret 
ask anybody about Scorpios and they will tell you that they don't know much about that person because they're super secretive. <laughs> if we don't feel safe many times to share things with people or we don't know you very well, we're not going to go out of our way to be coming around and, you know, telling you things. And so we tend to keep a lot of our emotions and our emotional understanding of the world to ourselves. Sometimes because it scares us and we think it's going to scare everybody else and we'd rather not do that. Sometimes because while it doesn't scare us, it's going to scare other people. <laughs> we know that. And then we feel like, you know, misunderstood again when they're, uh, when they're freaking out and we're just sitting there like, what? This is completely normal. So it can go both ways. Um, and then there's some, like I said, some, most of us, majority, I think, only really open up and show these emotions to people they feel they can trust with their whole heart and like that depth of that emotions, right? And then there's some that will just dump them on you all at once when you say hello. I tend towards like the latter half of that right as my type of Scorpio um like if you've been listening to the podcast for a while you know that I'm open and honest about everything and I'll just tell you how it is what's going on etc etc right whereas my partner tends to be the first kind of Scorpio that if he doesn't know you then you're just not going to be privy to any of that at all right and that's very much <laughs> how we differ and how we express our uh, Scorpio nature. High expression Scorpios are emotionally driven for a higher purpose than themselves and for others. They tend to use the principles of magic in service to light and truth. They shine it into the crevices of the earth and the minds and the hearts of other people, helping them heal and transform. And that's kind of like what I do with medical astrology, right? <laughs> I use the esoteric and the cosmos, help me find the health issues, and then translate that into like physical reasons and an understanding that, you know, everybody can understand. I turn it really easy for everybody to get and that I root out the cause that's truly making all of this happen and then help you transform your life. So, as you see, there's that death, right, to what you think is going on and learning what's truly going on. You get the resurrection as you come back better than before and a rebirth into who you're really supposed to be this whole time. So, my business is actually <clears throat> very apropos for me. So, in the low expression, though, these are fiery emotional people. And that's due to Mars in a water sign, right? This can show up as jealousy, resentfulness, a tendency to overpower and try to dominate others, which, as you may know, are all kind of Mars qualities, but expressed very emotionally. So these can be very emotionally volatile individuals. They have an intensity about them that as soon as they start expressing those emotions will make you like need to catch your breath because especially if it's aimed at you, right? Like it's just overwhelming to the nth degree. In the low expression, many Scorpios can tend toward emotional rigidity, stagnation, obsessiveness, stubbornness. And that's where we see like that fixed mode coming into play, right? And these obviously impact their relationships. Scorpios in this expression really show an unwillingness to change and transform. They then in turn choose to let their unconscious side rule through them 
And that brings along with it their demons, their shadow side, and the condition patterns out. And this is when we see them acting out in ways that are not congruent with their feelings, that their actions and their feelings aren't aligning, or their actions and their feelings are aligning, but in a negative way, right? That's not helping them or anyone else around them. And they may also express the reverse of this in their low expression, right? Where there's too much emphasis on change and transforming. And then that lends to a lack of stability into their lives because of it, because they get stuck like dwelling in that darkness, their inner demons and woe is me, what's wrong with me, everything's terrible with me, you know, kind of a thing. And then they spiral down into a, into a depressive state and they get stuck and they have trouble getting out of that because they've done too much inner work in a way. They're stuck in the cycle of death and not in the resurrection and rebirth. It's like they, they've gotten fixed, right, in place instead of cycling through, they're stuck in the first part. As a very sexual sign in the low expression, we do see some negativity happening sometimes around what is healthy and unhealthy when it comes to sexual expression. So excess sexuality and promiscuity can show up in this case. And that's really due to them just constantly seeking something that will give them freedom from their past, their ego, their subconscious, constantly bothering them, right? It's actually like a symbol for the regeneration that they are seeking internally, the birth of the new self, right? But misuse of this sexual energy is definitely a low expression of Scorpio. There is nothing wrong with being sexual. Let me throw that out there. Nothing at all. But there are ways to express it that's healthy for you as the person expressing it. And there's ways that are not. And... Low expression Scorpios can definitely get stuck in the ways that are not. That's harming your psyche, harming your body, harming your partners that you're choosing to express your sexuality with. And it gets to be more of a negative than a positive in your life. And that's when you know that there's, you know, you need time apart from everybody. Go do the death part of the cycle, right? Get back to the resurrection and the rebirth and figure out who you're really supposed to be and whether or not this is something that you want to do for the rest of your life. Again, sex is normal. Sex is great. S expressing yourself sexually is fine. But when it gets to the point where you've noticed that it's toxic for you and how you're expressing it, then it's time to make a change. Other things that we really kind of see here are psychological and emotional dynamics. Um such as like emotional entanglements with family, friends, and partners. And these can be like life partners, business partners, any kind of like a partnership in life. It doesn't have to be a romantic one necessarily. Um, these Scorpios can be compulsive, secretive, and they have a tongue on them that will pierce through you like a knife. There is a high potential for addiction here, and that can be substances, alcohol, or sex. And they tend towards self-destruction because, again, they cannot navigate their dark side as well as high expression Scorpios. They get stuck in the death cycle. They get stuck in the woe is me. Look at all this horrible stuff that happened to me. It's never going to change. I'm just going to be stuck here forever. How can I make myself feel better? And then they pick up one of those addictions that helps numb that side temporarily and then just perpetuate that cycle over and over again, right? So 
I do see a lot of people that struggle with addictions having a high Scorpio influence in their chart. I also see people with a strong Neptunian influence in their chart as well that have this, um, whether they have a lot of Scorpio on top of that or not. But I do see it more with people with high Scorpio, you know, presence in their chart, unfortunately. Obviously, there's ways to fix that, to really fix, you know, what's going on. Like the true root cause, right, is to really learn to emerge from that journey and do something good with the power that they gain from knowing themselves as well as they do and resurrecting and re, you know, rebirthing themselves as somebody new. Otherwise, it tends to be used for like selfish purposes and that leads to the above tendencies of being, you know, argumentative and obsessive and jealous and manipulative in some ways, right? So understanding that you as a Scorpio are a very powerful being who has the ability to transmute their pain into something good and help others is really the ultimate goal, right? Understanding that and being able to work with that in a healthy way is where a Scorpio would like to be. Getting stuck in the what ifs, the woe is me, the dark side of yourself, right? Getting caught up in all the, the bad stuff that's happened and using that as an excuse to not move forward in life is where you're going to see yourself moving into that low expression. So herbs that we find governed by Scorpio. Um, the first one, <laughs> Devil's Club, which I think is a very apropos name because a lot of people feel that Scorpios are the devil <laughs> of the Zodiac <laughs> in general, um, which is not true. I don't believe in the devil, but if I did, I have a feeling that uh, he and I would have a close relationship because he's the ruler of the Christian's underworld, right? I mean, Hikate and I have an understanding. Uh, Hela and I have an understanding. Like, I'm not afraid to just go down to their, you know, their realms and talk with them, figure things out for myself, and then come back, right? And so I think... <clears throat> if the devil existed, that, yeah, <laughs> he and I would be friends. But anyways, devil's club. So this is a plant that really helps to guide you through the journey of the underworld and the dark shadow side and come out reborn on the other end. So if you find yourself in the low expression, right, and you're struggling with getting out of it and you're struggling with being stuck in that death cycle, some devil's club can do wonders for you. Finding a practitioner that knows how to use it and can help you use it correctly is obviously key. Um, experimenting with it on your own may not give you the results that you're looking for. So definitely reach out to, you know, someone who can help you with that. But it's literally transformative, y'all. So definitely something to look into. Um, Cascara is another one. This one is like a laxative and it stimulates the large intestines, which Scorpios need sometimes because they can tend toward constipation and things just getting, again, stagnant in the colon, right? <clears throat> nettle root. And so when you think of nettles, typically, we talked about it before, you think of Aries, right? Because the leaves of 
the nettles are actually governed by Aries, but the root is actually more of a Scorpio influence because they are fixed in their nature, right? Think about when you think of the roots of a plant or a tree or anything. You think of them being stuck there in the ground. They're not moving. They're fixed. They're not going to be running away, right? And so that's the Scorpio part, right? It's the very fixed energy. And this is actually a specific for the male reproductive system, specifically the prostate gland. So if someone is suffering from like benign prostatic hypertrophy, this would actually be a wonderful herb to start taking. Or if you have that, a strong history of that in your family and you want to make sure you don't get it, another good thing to start taking. You can take it as a tea, take it as a spagyric tincture. You can take it as a regular tincture. Uh, I'm just going to let you know it's going to be a bit bitter, but it works. Um, the leaf of nettles you can also see being good for Scorpio, right? And the fact that it moves that fixed water quality out of the body. But we see Aries rule that part for its very specific quality of like helping out the head. Due to its diuretic properties, it pulls excess fluid from people who are having like they're prone to headaches that are caused by potentially like a buildup of fluid or excess fluid. If you notice that you get headaches a lot when the barometric pressure changes, you could be somebody who gets those types of headaches and nettle leaf tea or tincture or spagyric can be really good for you there. Um, and also, you know, it helps uh, with allergies too, which tend to affect your head, right? Like think about it when you're having like allergy, seasonal allergies, you're snotting and sneezing and coughing and you can't breathe and, you know, it's all uh, it's all in the head mainly, right? You get headaches sometimes and nettle is really, really good for that. You want to start about taking it daily about a month prior to whenever allergy season starts for you and then keep taking it all through allergy season daily. And let me tell you, you'll notice a huge difference. We did that this year. I started us on drinking nettle um, leaf tea every day, starting a month prior to allergy season really hitting where we were. Started everybody taking bee pollen daily. That was from a local place on top of it. And absolutely amazing. We had some allergy issues, but to be honest, as soon as it would start, we could drink an extra cup or two of nettle tea and be fine, like 100% fine. So it's definitely great for that. Another one is blackberry root. Yes, actual blackberry plants. <laughs> you can use the root um, for medicinal purposes. It's really known for its astringent um, action on the large intestine. So an astringent action is one that's like drying and toning. Um, so this would be good for when you're having the Scorpio-induced, let's get rid of all the toxin diarrhea, right? To take that and kind of help stop some of that. Um, then there's Oregon grape root. It's a bitter or an alterative, so it helps really stimulate the entire digestive system and the hepatic system. So it's helpful for cleansing and detoxifying that dampness and stagnation right out of the body. But especially in like the liver, the blood, and the lymph, which are the three parts of the eliminatory system that Scorpio really also has an influence on, right? So if you've noticed that you're feeling a little stagnant, you're getting sick often, it might be time to do a round of Oregon grapefruit to see if that helps kind of clear some of those issues up. And another one, just as like a side mention kind of, is pine pollen. 
This is actually a really wonderful male tonic, right? It helps regulate the testosterone secretions from the testes and it strengthens their overall vitality and it helps provide them energy. Um, so yeah, it's great. If you're suffering from like low testosterone, this can be a great thing to take to really help kind of bolster that and give you some more energy, right? When men have low testosterone, they have low energy because their testosterone levels directly influence their energy levels and their ability to get shit done. And when they don't have enough, they're tired and things feel sluggish and it's hard to do anything and they don't have a lot of energy and they're tired all the time, right? So if those are symptoms you're feeling and you're listening to this and you're a male or you have a male in your life who sounds like that, it does not hurt to try some pine pollen. So common health issues that I tend to see here, like I said, kind of at the beginning, I see a tendency towards stagnation issues in general, which leads to the accumulation of metabolic waste products, aka toxins and lends to a lot of different health issues. Um, and really like a lack of the ability, right, to like complete the cycle of getting out the old and making room for the new. And so that can really lead to a lot of health issues, right? If like you're not getting rid of the stuff that's used up, then you're going to have an issue with things being reabsorbed that you don't want being reabsorbed, toxins building up that are not helping your body any, the overwhelming systems, etc., etc. Another one I see is constipation, which is common, very, very common in Scorpios. And digestive stagnation is often the cause for many of the health issues that I see with Scorpio here, right? Diseases of the large intestine, such as Crohn's, infections, candida, diarrhea, constipation, hemorrhoids, all lend to some sort of stagnation occurring somewhere in the colon at some point, right? I see a lot of excessive sweating. I see a lot of runny noses, sometimes tending toward nosebleeds as well. Uh, I unfortunately fall in the nosebleed section uh, part of that. So yeah, it's not fun. Um, there's ways around that. And if you suffer from that too as a Scorpio, reach out to me. Let's chat because I will give you all of my remedies for fixing that. Um, proctitis and benign prostatic hypertrophy can occur as well. Loss of libido or sexual debility can occur. Female reproductive system health concerns, depending on what planet Scorpio is in, if any, in your chart. Um, if you're like me and you got five of them in there, yeah, good luck trying to figure out which one it is, right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, natives, um, sun, moon, or rising don't always have that. I find it's more of a Scorpio in Saturn or South Node kind of influence. Sometimes Saturn, um, sometimes Scorpio and Mars can do that depending on what else is going on around your Mars, right? So there's other things, but I tend to see it more when Saturn is in Scorpio, kind of like myself, right? So I see that a lot of times is like endometriosis, um, sometimes infertility issues, excessive bleeding, not enough bleeding, you know, wacky periods, things like that. So how can we help prevent and manage that, right? Always, 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 always support the blood and lymphatics through diet and herbs. So the herbs mentioned above uh, can be really good for that. Nettles, 
Root or leaf is good for that. Cascara is good if you're having the constipated side. <laughs> but um, it can also kind of support the blood and lymphatics. Cleavers can help with this. It's not technically a Scorpio ruled one, but that's what it's really, really, really good at doing, right? Is helping to clear out that stagnant lymph and blood. So cleavers can be good here. But really just supporting both of those um, can make a world of difference. Even if you don't do much else, those two things right there are wonderful. Um, always make sure to balance your insoluble and soluble fiber intake. Soluble fiber is anything that can basically be dissolved like in water and then potentially will swell also and then you drink that or eat it and drink it with, take it with a bunch of water or whatever. Insoluble fiber is stuff that cannot be dissolved in water but still helps to clean out your colon right and you need a balance of these as a Scorpio because if you tend too much toward one or the other you're going to give yourself diarrhea or you're going to give yourself constipation so there's just a fine balance here with Scorpio in balancing those and to do that lean into Taurus which is your opposite sign right because Taurians they love their food they absolutely adore cooking a lot of times, and they are really, really good at like keeping the balance of everything great when they're cooking. So lean into that Taurus side, for sure. Um, and together they rule the uh, digestive system, right? Taurus starts the digestive process because digestion starts in the mouth. Taurus rules the mouth and it rules like the throat and esophagus area to an extent, right? So chewing your food really, really, really well. If you're chewing it and you're swallowing it before it feels like mush in your mouth, you're not chewing enough. You need to chew slowly. You need to chew thoroughly. Because digestion actually starts there. When the food mixes with your saliva, that starts the digestive breakdown process. So by the time it gets to your stomach, it's to a point that's much easier for your stomach to be able to do its job and break it down further. But if you're not chewing well enough, then you're causing your stomach to have to overwork, potentially not being able to even complete the process in good enough fashion for your body to even get what it needs from that and then things are passing through and you're not getting the nutrition from it right which can then lead to a whole host of problems from nutritional deficits so when eating when tending to your diet when looking at what to do lean into that taurus because it rules the beginning part of digestion and scorpio rules the ending part of digestion where all that waste products come out the other side of the digestive system right Alkaline diets, I found, can be good here. Um, it's not necessarily something you have to, to do or stick to for long term, but periodically that can help, um, as well as making sure that you're eating plenty of fermented foods and drinks to help keep that gut microbiome happy and healthy, right? Shadow work, meditation, breathing exercises, Working with your spirit guides, talking to the other realm, really working on that, you know, that side of things through that way all help a lot. They keep your adrenal glands happy because they keep you calmer. They reduce your cortisol levels. They calm your mind. They just really help make sure that you are working through the shadow side instead of wallowing in it, right?
Um, in this case, therapy can be good for some Scorpios. If you're the quiet type of Scorpio that doesn't like to tell anybody anything, therapy might be like the bane of your existence. So journaling might be better for you. Finding a confidant that you can confide in uh, might be better for you. So you know you. So, you know, listen to your body and what it wants and needs. But find some way to calm that brain down calm those adrenals right because mars rules the adrenal glands and they can be overworked in scorpio just like they can be in aries but because of a different reason because scorpios are spending way too much time worrying about <laughs> the other side and what's going on in the shadow and their dark side and if people are going to like them and blah 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 right so definitely make sure you're tending to that stuff as well um you need plenty of fat soluble vitamins and healthy sources of fats uh, because scorpio struggles with holding on to a lot of stuff right because it likes to get rid of things um it can tend toward not holding on to enough of the fat soluble vitamins and lending to that nutritional deficits which lend to health problems so making sure you're getting plenty of vitamins a d e and k in your diet is the way to go visualization techniques can be helpful make sure you're doing daily movement of some sort that causes sweating this keeps your lymph system happy as well as your blood system and all the excretory pathways happy and above all else tend to your emotional health and maintaining healthy happy relationships right Get rid of those negative influences that are negatively affecting you emotionally. Emotions, 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 emotions can be your downfall. Wallowing in too many, getting stuck in the negative ones. So really learning to find a way to keep those emotions happy and healthy will really help. So I really hope you enjoyed this episode. I absolutely love being a Scorpio from head to toe. <laughs> and let me tell you, life is so much better when you embrace your dark side, learn from it, and then rise again, right? Getting stuck does nothing but makes you sick physically, mentally, and it exhausts you to the point of chronic issues setting in. So tend to your emotional needs on a regular basis, as well as your diet and some movement and health and happiness will find its way into your life. If you would like a full reading to determine what's going on besides just that Scorpio influence, I would be happy to do it. Please reach out and schedule one and I would be happy to help you determine what is going on and get you feeling better, right? Um, join me at my Discord group, Astro Connection Community. There is a link in the show notes to sign up for that and come join us. It's the most hip-hopinist astro group in the in the world please come see me join me on instagram there is um a twin raven naturals a new instagram is coming as well in scorpio season i am releasing out into the world all of my new branding and all of that so you will get that in scorpio season um I am still looking for more people to come and join me on my podcast and talk to me all about how um them working with me has been if that interests you, you can email me at info at twinravennaturals.com and we can set up a time or you can just go to my, um, the link below to go to my Spotify 
profile and leave me a voice message five to ten minutes long give me your name if you want to share it what service you received how that service resonated with you and what the outcome to your health has been five to ten minutes is all I need it's nothing crazy long don't worry it's no one else is going to be listening to it right off the bat except for me if you want to talk to me about it that's great let's record together if you feel more comfortable having like a person to talk to instead of a blank screen that would be fine too let's work it out i would love to have you on my podcast if you haven't already download my son signed book which these episodes have been based off of i would love for you to have that reference guide at your fingertips whenever you need it to be able to help with any health problems you're having and i will also have a link for where you can find me anywhere i will talk to you guys later have a great day love and light